what are we doing? <laughs> We're both fake starting. Okay, hello, and welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but we take part ourselves. Yep, and they make the claims we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. I'm Ross Blotcher, and this is the Max Fun Block Party. Woo! 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 We're all on a street together. Dun dun Walk on up. I'm grilling some vegetables. Da da da. Some corn on the cob. Come and buy it for one dollar. That's a pretty good deal if the corn is good. It is. I'm inventing this world, so it might as well be good corn. Uh, so I just have like a very limited fantasy world. Anyway, the point is. It's the Max Fun Block Party, which means people are coming to the show for the very first time. Yeah, this is a great time to be exploring all the different shows on Maximum Fun. Some people are doing crossover episodes. Some people are doing brand new awesome episodes. Some people like us are bringing you one of our classics. Uh, And this is a great time to share the show with a friend. Yeah. So if you've been with the show for a minute, maybe you'll share this with Bethany or Timothy or Sander or Anderson or Rachel, or you thought I was going to jump in there and help out, but you're Jenny. No, Carrie's <laughs> yeah, doing no, good. He's She's just got this. nodding. He's just nodding. He's like she keeps saying names. all those people. This is a, one of our favorite episodes. Both of us really love this investigation. Had a great time, and why wouldn't we? Because it's laughter yoga. Laughter yoga. <laughs> <laughs> So if it is your first time joining us, you don't know that we do investigations. We investigate fringe science, spirituality, claims of the paranormal, anything that kind of bucks against our traditional understanding of the world as it is. The scientific understanding of the world gives us certain ideas about how things work. And there's a lot of claims out there. People saying, guess what? It actually works a little differently. I can heal you with this magnet or if you follow me, I will show you how to live forever. Exactly. And sometimes those people turn out to be pioneers and sometimes they turn out to just have a goofy idea that they want to share with you. And we like to go into all of these with an open mind that maybe it'll be that uh, pioneer. When we hear about it, we say, oh, cool. Tell us more. Yeah. We want to show up. We want to ask questions and find out what happens. So that's what we did with this investigation. That's what we try to do with all of our investigations. Some of them are really long, multi-part investigations. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people really love our Scientology series, Mm -hmm. our ayahuasca trip to (laughs) Costa Rica. Also, we do interviews sometimes. Yeah. We've had flat earthers on the show. We've had scientists on the show. We've had many other people I'm not thinking of. Just those two classes of people, flat (laughs) earthers. Earthers and scientists, and that's it. Yep, that's uh, exclusively the people that we talk to. <laughs> no, we talk to people from what you might call the mainstream scientific perspective, and then people who are a little outside of it. And we have a lot of fun just trying to bridge that gap, talk to everybody the same way. And our show is primarily about these firsthand experiences and just kind of us going in and finding out what we encounter. Uh, but then also we do some research afterward and, and talk a bit about how the science pans out, if any studies are mentioned or are relevant to what we're talking about. Also, we we look for the fun Mm -hmm. and now easy to do when it's laughter yoga. Uh, (laughs) But usually, you know, there's some humor in the situation and hopefully never at the expense of well-meaning people. So we are about to send you backwards through time to the distant land of 2014. And actually, 2014 was only three years after we started this show. So it is closer to the birth of our show than it is to today. Whoa. Whoa. But I, I should throw in for our listeners who have heard this episode before, know that we will be back, our present selves. Our 2021 selves. For some brand new advertisements for our wonderful support advertisers, but also at the end, we're going to do the same thing we did last time and announce an upcoming event that you can all participate in. It's going to be fun. So make sure to catch that. Don't think like, oh, well, I've heard this before. At least check out this new opportunity for us to get together and uh, do a little bit of laughter. And maybe ask yourself, where was I in 2014? Where was I? It's not as easy as you might think to laugh for no reason at all. Uh, Welcome to Ono 
Austin Carey. The show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, <laughs> and claims of the paranormal, but... Take part ourselves. I'm Carrie Poppy. Oh, you know what, though? What? what? <laughs> they make the claims we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. I'm Ross Botcher. And in this episode, we tell you about our foray into the world of laughter. Laughter yoga. Laughter yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I actually am laughing now. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, are you this not? is fake. <laughs> uh, what is laughter yoga, Ross? Does it involve yoga? Should you bring your <laughs> yoga mat? <laughs> well, you know, we learned from the Ethereum Society that yoga sometimes is not yoga always doesn't yoga. mean yoga, which I kind of knew, but still. Now that yoga means something in the popular culture, you'd think they'd be like, maybe we should change this word. Yeah, People before are we bringing, appropriate bringing that. yoga mats and uh-huh. wearing stretch pants. But this is really about laughter. That's where the emphasis lies. Yeah. So the yoga just means like exercise for health, holistic exercise for health. But in this case, laughter yoga is sitting around making yourself laugh with other people, with other people, which is fine, usually. Yeah. So how did we hear about this? This has been on our, our notorious list for a long time. Yeah. No, I don't even remember where we started thinking about it but we I wanted remember reading to... about it and watching a video and just cracking up okay it sounded so fun until we got there i thought it was the popular notion of yoga yeah we, so... we were leaving from carrie's apartment and she said you think we should bring the yoga mats i was like mm, better yeah, not. you were like no if we need them we'll have them and i was like what okay so I must have not known too much about it because mm-hmm. I just learned about it in these last couple of days. But we wanted to do it before Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving involves thanks and mirth. Ergo, I see the laughter. connection. Yeah, <laughs> laughter yoga. And uh, there seem to be groups all over the country, and I would assume the world right? uh, that that meet regularly. And it seems like they'll incorporate it as a daily routine, or mm-hmm. maybe uh, multiple times per week routine. Yeah. So at least one person said that you're supposed to laugh 15 to 20 minutes a day to get the health benefits. Okay. So oftentimes they'll meet up like on a beach and just get together and laugh mm-hmm. there, and then go off and do other things, <laughs> or they'll call up a phone line. They'll call. <laughs> So, Ross, there's a phone line that you can call many times a day. Oh, yeah. For free. In the morning and and in the evening. Once at like 2 a.m. for us. Yeah. So you can call and laugh with other people for a full 20 minutes. Laughter Yoga America. Yeah. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. With different people leading the various laughter sessions. Mm -hmm. And yeah, 20 minutes, which you think, oh, okay, laugh for 20 minutes. But this, it's not like they tell a funny joke. Right. Then you laugh along with them. No. It's just you laugh. You start laughing for no reason. So we actually did call this line, but. Before we did that, we found an actual conference. It was put on by Laughter Yoga America. Yeah, the same group. We got ourselves ready. We took the metro down to the Los Angeles Convention Center. Mm -hmm. And I'd been there a number of times before for E3 and SIGGRAPH, these major tech conferences. Mm -hmm. And so those are some words. I'm just used to seeing this place bustling with people. And so we get there. We walk up and it's like, we don't even know if. We Crickets. can go in. Like, oh, it looks it looked, all shut down. Yeah. All the lights are off. Like, it's oh. one of those situations where you're like, do I walk away or do I try to flag someone down? Yeah, right. Do I, do I come and just like ceremonially kind of pull on the doors right, and right. hear the empty thudding sound? Right. And so we did. We wandered up and we're like, oh, I guess it was canceled or yeah, something. Or we're in the wrong spot. And we're just kind of like standing outside of the entrance and we wave at the security guard uh-huh. and he comes over and he just opens the door. It's not locked or anything. Yeah, yeah. He's but, like, hello. <laughs> He's like, hey, what's going on? Oh, um, we were here for the laughter conference, and he was very helpful. He, yeah, uh, he had a little sheet. So he's like, oh, yeah, that's up on, you know. Yeah, walk into this abandoned three. building and uh, get in the <laughs> elevator, take it up to the third floor. Oh, we took a picture of it. It's so weird to be in that center and have no one in it. It's like yeah. being in a train station that's empty. It's like kind of creepy. We wander off, but sure enough, we find, you know, there's noise coming from this mm-hmm. one room out of a long hallway of all these big conference rooms. Yeah. There's just one that's and got a little life And signs that are it. like, yep, this is the right 
way. Ha, 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 ha. And these are all hand-drawn signs, you know, like someone's gotten the uh, little Sharpie marker or something. Uh-huh. It's very clear where it is because oh, yeah. the door we knew we were in is the right festooned. Place. Festooned yeah. is the right word for this room. It <laughs> was like, festooned with many. Th- it was with bedazzled, lays, if you A lot will. of lays. Like, as soon as you walk in, you see there's all these little cutouts and assembled phrases out of words, and it's all straight out of a kindergarten classroom. Mm-hmm. I love these. Including, we love being childlike adults. Yep. Which I ran home and told my boyfriend about because I knew he would hate that. I knew that from then on he would harbor a hatred for all of laughter (laughs) yoga. And I was right. (laughs) We are fabulous. That's another one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And of course, the classic sun with sunglasses on. Oh, totally. Definitely that and butterflies, mm-hmm. stars and flowers and hot air And balloons. just like slapped on the wall the way a third grade teacher is like, well, I got to make it too. Yeah. Like, yeah you, you walk in this room, you're like, I'm going to learn the alphabet today. <laughs> yeah. And then in the corner of the room, there is the funny hat stand. Oh, yeah. And I got all excited. And Carrie's like, you probably have to pay for the funny hats. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. They're for sale. But they were pretty great funny hats. And the funny hat lady let us try them on. She did. So, so we, that was cool. Yeah. And these are all bright and colorful. And uh, the audience matches. We've got all these kind of day glow yes. colors being worn. And I had a bright blue shirt. So I felt like I kind of fit in. There was this one fellow who had strapped on a hat with Curious uh, George. Some kind of monkey. You I think looked, it was actually Curious George? It looked the like Curious CG? George to me. The yellow hat that had like kind of the flaps down the side that you tie under your chin. Yeah, we're using hat loosely here. <laughs> yeah, right. It's more like a scarf tied around his head with Curious George precariously perched on perched top. On top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, just silly garb to, you know, invoke laughter, we can only assume. Yeah. Good job, guys. And so, so we walk in. Yeah, and this was a conference that was ongoing. So we right. were coming into a nighttime event. They'd already been there for other things. And like to go to the whole conference is expensive. It's like 400 bucks. Yeah, Thankfully, yeah. we just paid 20 bucks a pop to get into this one, one talk. like hour and a half talk. Yeah. But they didn't seem to know how much it was. I had to tell them that was the price on the website. Yeah, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. All right. 40 bucks then. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. And they. And uh, then we immediately got a huge refund. Oh, my goodness. I got so <laughs> a rich. $2 million refund. We each got a $1 million bill. And it was never amazing. explained. The guy no. handed it to me and said, uh, well, this should be enough for the night. <laughs> so then I thought, oh, okay, like we're going to be able to buy gear with it or something. Right. Or like, you know, use it in a game. Yeah. Nope. I was expecting the game aspect. Yep. Nope. 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 Just here's a million there bucks. There it and is. Now it's sitting on my Hilarious. desk at home. My son thought it was pretty fun. Oh, good. Well, he can have mine, too. Oh, good. (laughs) He's doubly rich. So, yeah, we take up seats uh, toward the back, and we're just observing this at first. Every time someone says something, it's punctuated with this kind of, like, arms up expectation of everybody laugh now. Everybody laugh. And so we just start laughing. And the laughing is not, like, natural laughing. Oh, right. It's like... Sure. <laughs> Which eventually makes you earnestly laugh, or it made us earnestly laugh. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah and I think that's so, the idea. So you, absurd. You fake it till you make it. Yeah. I think that's the idea, too. But I think at some point, some people get jaded and they're still just fake laughing through the whole thing. Yeah. What well, Carrie had primed me beforehand, she sent me to their website uh-huh. that has these clips from the from <laughs> phone, the phone calls where you can call in and laugh with people. And, you know, there would be some genuine laughter you'd want to join in, but then there'd be some lady would come in with a ha 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 I think it's mostly I'd say it's three quarters that really okay yeah makes me really uncomfortable yeah it's super weird and on those clips (laughs) the person leading is like and every once in a while we say very good very good yay and anyone can say that (laughs) there was a lot of very good very good So anyway, we're at the conference. Yeah, and they're they're explaining some of those techniques at the conference. Like mm-hmm. they're telling us just to make silly sounds. Right. So they're they're giving us all these clues on how to kind of get things going by making silly sounds. But it goes further than silly sounds. Ross, yes. Into the land of gibberish. Gibberish. So the guy who's leading this session, mm-hmm. 
also wearing a bright blue shirt. His name is Jeffrey, and he's one of the big leaders of... So yeah, he's head of the yeah. Laguna Beach chapter, and, yes. and here he's kind of... Wasn't the organizer of the conference. That gentleman no, was there as well. that guy was Sebastian. But he was kind of leading this particular session. Jeffrey was. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, he would just punctuate his sentences every now and then by bursting out into laughter, uh-huh. and his eyebrows and shoot way up. Yeah, his eyes get really <laughs> And it's like creepy, the Joker laughing with him. Like, he goes from just talking normally to <laughs> it's just like very disturbing yeah. right like right yeah it's a pennywise the clown kind of situation and the first few times you're just startled uh-huh. and then you know time three or four you're like okay i get this yeah game. i'm ready for this yeah. at any moment now <laughs> constant so, vigilance so then he says that we're going to break into a gibberish party and so the rules are clear don't talk in english or whatever language it is you speak if you need to talk to someone if it's really important go ahead and step outside for a moment mm-hmm. okay but i want you to be all talking to each other right now as right and some of you will be coming up to the microphone to do show and tell uh-huh and uh take any item any item you want so I hand Ross an L. Ron Hubbard CD. Yeah, she had just given me a <laughs> birthday gift of a L. Ron Hubbard CD. Yeah. God, I don't, they're going to think I'm a Scientologist. <laughs> but I think maybe by that point it was already gibberish talk. So I was like, Our listeners have no idea that you're making. They can't see the body language. No, no, Carrie, I don't want to bring an L. Ron Hubbard CD up to the front of the room. But that message was very clear. Right, right. So. Oh, we did have crystals at this point. Oh, yes. They handed out these crystals that were quartz. Yeah. Again, no explanation of what this is supposed to do. They're like the size and shape of a golf pencil. Mm -hmm. I think they might have been in a golf pencil box, (laughs) making things weirder. And then they hand them out. And they give no explanation. Well, someone did say like, because you're going to be feeling very good. So I assumed that the implication was people say that quartz absorbs energy. Mm -hmm. So while you're feeling really good, send that into the quartz. You'll take it with you and you'll like keep it. Okay. That was my guess. But no one even said that. Shoot forward like maybe 20 minutes. They did have us infuse energy into these crystals they wanted us to hold them up but we're still in gibberish mode and so they wanted us to like speak gibberish (laughs) oh right yeah so i was like i was trying to make it sound like kind of a wizard from uh, i made mine sound like a demon i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i remember that i was like (laughs) but when we broke into the gibberish party first of all he sounded it off by hitting one of those like child bells He started like banging his xylophone. And that's when you know you've got to stop speaking in English now. Right. He did the first show and tell. Mm-hmm. What did he hold up? I don't know. Like someone came up quickly and he was kind of like dry humping them. <laughs> yeah. Up. There was one very awkward like, oh, how do you express that you don't want this sexual harassment <laughs> when you're only allowed to talk in gibberish? I don't remember what he was doing up before that point. Yeah. I think a woman jumped up pretty fast. I think you're right. And then she, she was just like, oh, dog, oh, dog. And everyone's like, ah, baby. Right. And so she's doing this back and forth. And then she tried to involve Jeffrey, but Jeffrey just starts like humping her leg like uh, a dog. Like, mm, Yeah. Mm. And, and then, and she went like, oh, shut up. And like, the little right. finger. Yeah, the little uh, prohibited uh, shame on you <laughs> finger swipe. And they were prefacing all this by saying that you can't, when you're talking gibberish, you can't offend people with what you say. Oh, right. And both you and I kind of look at each other like, I don't know, you could still make an uncomfortable situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe more uncomfortable because no one can tell you that they're uncomfortable. Right, yeah, what's your safe word in that situation? (laughs) I guess any English word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, I've broken the illusion now. One woman jumped up, a tall... Oh, the blonde woman. Yeah, a tall blonde woman, and and she had this down. She knew what she was doing. And so she broke the audience into the three natural sections with how the chairs were organized. I would say 
there were probably about maybe 200 chairs and 100 uh-huh. people. I think a little less than 100 people, but yeah. Okay. Around there. So she would give each of us a fake word that we would yell out together when she would motion to us with our hands. Yes. I can't remember what ours was. You had it down. Like you had yeah. it phonetically. It was strikingly similar to group three's word, which really confused everybody, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we were all busy listening to group two and group three, and then she like motions to us and we're like, oh, what was that nonsense but thing? I knew. Yeah, I had you, it. You did. You had it. Yeah. You corrected me. But now me. I, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember correcting you. You're like, I got the last Arjar syllable wrong. Arjar Biron. And I'm like, Arjar Bangra. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, Hermione. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we did that chorus, and she was really good at this. And then other people, not quite as talented as her, got up. Carrie and I were toying with the idea of jumping up there, but neither of us did. I thought about it. I, I kept thinking, like, Carrie. You should be able to tell a joke without speaking English. Because at one point he invited jokes. And they said this is like an improv session. Right. And Carrie, you know, knows her improv. Yeah. And I was like, I should be able to do this. I should be able to tell a joke without words. But uh-huh. I still didn't get up there. Okay. Didn't do it. I was mentally preparing myself if for some reason I need to be up there. So right. I was kind of working on. Well, I figured if I did, I would do like a knock knock joke. I'd say like, bark, bark. And then like <laughs> point at the audience and see if that worked. So after. Yeah. I don't know, it was like 15 minutes of gibberish on and then he talked for a little bit and then another five minutes of gibberish and I had missed that cue at one point and I came back and I started talking to Karen. She she gave me this like, oh no, you oh, don't yeah. look. That's right. You oh, spoke no, to pata. me in English, English <laughs> and I was a Offended. You were. Yeah. I was like, I'd really. I think I looked at you in horror. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, we did. We did like three or four of them in a row, and mm-hmm. then we took a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So then at the end of all the gibberish exercises, Jeffrey says, so what have we learned here? It's that we don't need words to express anything. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay hold on. Yeah, he's like, language is Back all just up. arbitrary. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he said, he used an example of like telling his partner something that he loved her and how he could just say that in gibberish and it would mean just as much. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, your poor partner. Can you imagine if every time? <laughs> yeah, but that quickly falls apart if you start thinking but, of. Yeah, all of quickly. society yeah. falls apart. You kind of need those arbitrary sounds to line up to certain concepts. Right. It's like that notion that like money's just paper. We've just imbued right. it. With, well, yeah, but we did imbue it with meaning and now it's got meaning. Now, yeah. Here we thing. are. And yeah, sure. The sound Ross, the fact that it denotes me is a weird right. thing. And every now and then when you think about mm-hmm. that, you know. I think about that all the time because I think about Ella, my doggie, uh-huh. and how she knows that sound. And I always wonder if she thinks that's me or if she thinks that's the sound mommy makes before she interacts with me. There she is! See, you just had to bring her name into this. Now she's alert and <laughs> wondering what her, she's supposed to do. But finally her barks may be allowed on the show. They oh, are yeah. relevant. Yeah, so I always wonder if she's like, oh, oh, she's going to talk to me now. That's the sound uh-huh. she makes before she talks to me. Or if she's like, that's me. Right. But yeah. then I think, Who well, knows? it's the same way with me. You're like, sure. Carrie's just a sound people make when they're talking about her to me. <laughs> it's just funny. Every now and then you hear a word and you think, wait, is that the way it's spelled? That doesn't yeah. seem right. That's such a weird word. That's so funny. And it, you and know it what is does that to me all the time? What's that? Chocolate. Chocolate. If you look at it chocolate. and you're like, there's an O in the middle of this fucking word. <laughs> and then yeah, if we you, just say chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. And then if you say it enough times, you're just like, I'm gonna kill myself. I picture this is so confusing. I picture you in a trance, like chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. It's <laughs> pretty much what happens. My life's very dramatic. <laughs> just joking on that concept <laughs> of chocolate. So then we had a break, and then it was time to come back, and we had two guest speakers. Yes. And they'd kind of uh, jumped in and participated earlier. Um, Speakers slash singers slash dancers. Right. Slash musicians. Right. So they they took the stage. I remember. uh, Slash lovers. Slash lovers. Indeed. Uh, So Roland. Yeah. Came up. And we had seen him earlier. I remember he had taken the mic when we were doing the gibberish jokes. He was murmuring into the microphone. And I I was trying to yell what? But in gibberish, like, you know. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm holding my ear. like, speak up. Yeah. Like, and other people. Are doing that too. And 
And I was like, oh, he's the featured speaker now. Right. Like, and he does not uh, enunciate clearly. I heard him a little better when he was speaking uh, his broken English. He and his wife mm-hmm. come from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. They wanted us all to come up. So we grabbed seats in the front row this time. Yeah, we did. And he had his little ukulele with him. Yeah. Was playing that. Uh, so yeah, he gets up there and his wife, lover, Christina. Uh-huh. They led us in a number of songs and they were all like recognizable tunes. Very recognizable and just like weird choices. So like one of the first songs they had us sing was Hallelujah. Right. Like, oh, we feel that just the sound. Hallelujah is just so happy. Sure. This is uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah, so, so they're yeah. singing the Leonard Cohen song, which is, you know, about brokenness and right. fragility uh-huh. and just passion and anguish and all these emotions. But I wouldn't think of it as like a happy pick me up song. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're singing along the Hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. Which actually becomes pretty pleasant. It's that song's so beautiful always fun that to you're sing. like, oh, well, we're totally. all singing Hallelujah. It's when I cool. got home, I listened to another cover of it oh there you go there was another song you recognized later you told me like oh he's just singing the intro to the uh, uh, somebody I used to know the Gautier song didn't have to cut me off right but without that interesting part it was all just the lead up part that he just added new lyrics to right (laughs) oh so every song has new lyrics and they're all about laughter and they're not inventive they're like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna laugh now because laughing is good. the happy thing right. that you need in your life. Right. <laughs> it's that kind of like lyrics yeah. writing that I really could just make up off the top right. of my head and oh, it, would, totally. it would be as good. Or a second grader would sing and you would clap very politely. Like, yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Happy life, a happy day. Yes, hallelujah is our way while traveling and singing and while laughing. <laughs> we share with you some fun and joy. Our inspiration is our toy. And if we can. Yeah, so we would sing along to these songs, and then he would interject these little parts about laughing, and then he would forget the words. Maybe right. an eighth of the time. <laughs> yeah. His female partner is like dancing around the, uh-huh. most of the time. During Hallelujah, she sat down. For any of you who have seen it, I was immediately reminded of A Mighty Wind by uh-huh. Christopher Guest, the film where it's the send up of folk musicians. Right. And they were really a lot like those two main characters in the uh-huh. film, one played by Eugene Levy. Once I was thinking of that, it made me laugh, which is perfect for, oh, yeah. for where we were. No, I totally see where you're coming from there. Uh, that sort of lack of self-awareness, but also so eager and happy to be there that you can't really judge them right right yeah. and that film is a parody but they felt like the real deal oh right what i loved was they started telling the story it was the most mundane story in the world about getting their plane tickets wrong oh, <laughs> boy this is great okay i'll play christina, christina and you be roland and we'll tell the story as okay. if our listeners are the audience okay <clears throat> so we are very poor uh, we live in Switzerland six months of the year. Yes. We live in a van and we get to see everything. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful life. We have no money. It's our strategic living philosophy. And so we travel the rest of the year and we are going to Hawaii next. Yes. And I, I bought the tickets, but accidentally, I, I could have sworn I chose LAX for the Los Angeles airport. But no. But no, the, the tickets were for San Francisco. And we, oh. oh. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Ross can't keep it together during this, this little play-by-play. So I talked to the person and said, I made a mistake on the computer. I was very confused. It was in English. Yes. And I, I want to change my tickets. But she told me that it would be $1,300 to change them. <gasps> <laughs> and so we, uh, I, I spoke on the phone and, and they were not very helpful. But then, uh, Christina, you found a way. Yes, Okay. I think um, there's going to be someone. It's going to be less expensive, okay? And so I am walking and I see this woman and she is blonde, okay? And I go up to her and I say, please, can you help us? And, sh- and, I, and I say, what is your name? And she say, my name is Christina. <gasps> oh. The universe wanted it to be so. Yeah. 
Yes. So I say, okay, um, Christina, please help Christina. Um, I need uh, to get to LAX. And then they, uh, she look on her uh, phone. She help us out on her phone. On her phone. She pull out her phone and she type it in. And then she find that it cost $58 to rent car to drive to Los Angeles. So really, we saved $40 and she referred us to another car service. And that, not her company. Not her own, another company. And at this point, I thought we were still talking about airplane tickets, but now uh-huh. we're talking about rental cars. But right. whatever, it worked Who knows out what's happening. thanks to the but Christina connection. But they're just connection. so happy about it. <laughs> and it took them at least four times longer to tell this story. Yeah, yeah, we clipped that for you. And it probably still <laughs> felt like, why are they still talking about this? Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it was adorable. Yeah, and so, but every time there's a moment where you would be like, oh no, that sucks. Yeah, uh, the would, whole audience would be like, because they'd be gasp. talking about some horrible thing that had happened to them right. and, and oh, there'd be no, an audible gas stranded and, and then they would like correct you no 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 what we do is laugh but they would do, they wouldn't say that they would just <laughs> break out laughing and we'd all break out laughing and carrie and i would start <laughs> laughing because this is hilarious yeah so this is i think what was going on the whole time for us is like everyone's doing this sort of fake laughing, sort of sincere laughing. <laughs> we are sincere laughing. Right. Like, because it's so absurd and This weird. is a weird situation laughing. <laughs> there was a point where I looked behind me. Yeah, you thought you were getting the stink eye or something. I was. I know you didn't see it, but I was. I there were like it. three ladies sitting behind me and one was part of the organization that put this on. Mm-hmm. And they were like really looking at me like, that's the wrong laugh. Yeah, you're that's, enjoying this a little too much. Yeah, that's a laugh for someone who thinks like, this is funny. This is hard work. <laughs> and so I caught them. I just happened to turn around and like caught all three of them mm. glaring at me. And then all three of them just plastered on their face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi! Oh, oh I says, back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so awkward and, and Carrie was also she saw that other people were taking pictures so Carrie was just like getting into it she's oh I asked photos. if I could take pictures oh you did mm-hmm. okay you were jumping around but you said you felt like maybe they yeah I think maybe I took too many so I stopped I stopped at the point <laughs> but not before the next thing happened okay which was they started calling for volunteers uh, yes to come up and be their dancing crew and guess who they chose Ross well, me. Yes. Amongst others. They wanted men because they'd had like three women volunteers, so they needed a man uh-huh. dancer. And so I raised my hand, but so did the guy right in front of me, also uh-huh. in a bright blue shirt. That right. was the theme for the night. And so they're like, both of you, come on up. So then they were going to play on the ukulele, Twist and Shout. Uh-huh. And I was to join in and help dance. But there were no instructions whatsoever. Right. Like, hey, we want you to twist and then do this to shout. Childlike Wonder Ross. I'm just going to play this music and you guys do whatever the hell you're going to yeah. do. Yeah. But of course, it's not Twist and shout it's like let's all be happy i like to eat you know you're like, <laughs> yeah. why what i've inserted a chorus here where you didn't expect it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the actual like twist and shout part was few and far between but we did our best and we danced around and so i have a video of you dancing trying to make the best of this <laughs> <laughs> so we'll share that with you yeah. all as they were winding down they kept getting these reminders from the back that they were going over time or taking too long but right it's kept Oh, yeah. They keep holding up these signs. They say like 15, 10, 5. And then like zero comes up and he goes, just one last song. And I was <laughs> like, whoa, you don't do one last song. Yeah, That's when they, you say one last thing. What do they do at a happiness conference when they're mad at you? Like oh, from going over. What do yeah, you do? Like, I don't know. A big smile, like an ominous smile pointing at the zero or something. Right. It's kind of I like, kind of wanted to see that. What will happen if someone outsteps the balance? What, it, what will happen? When these ideas get put to the test by one bad apple that right. spoils the bunch. Exactly. And, well then, and, and then you're kind of tempted to be that apple. Are you? Yeah, aren't you? You are? I'm apple tempted. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. That's because you're a woman. Like Eve. <laughs> that makes you apple tempting, but okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I guess it was the first. Yeah, you're right. Right. Um, it was just a fruit. Yes, don't write us your letters. We right, realize. right. We get it. Thank you. 
they were also at the end kind of selling the CD that they had. And they said, $10 and we're selling this. And I'm immediately thinking, oh, they need the money. Because they just, yeah. they keep talking about how they live in penury and they have nothing right. to their names. It's like, oh, we got to support them. So we, we bought the $10 CD at the end. And, oh, and also man. just to hear the wonder. I've been making everybody who drives with me since then listen to it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so like there will be these little songs in the ukulele. And then also Christina chimes in every now and then with her thoughts on quantum physics and mm-hmm. the composition of matter. New science are showing that the matter is more than 99% empty space. But this empty space is not empty really. There are my feelings, my emotions who are creating the matter. So we can see through joy, I create a joyful world. And when we do that all together, we inform the quantum field, the matrix around us. They made a claim about a you know famous journalist who had healed himself from a terminal illness from just locking himself in his room and watching and, Yeah, Marx Brothers comedy. movies and laughing. But it didn't work out that way. We checked out. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it was a lot more complicated than that. Uh, health claims, yeah. A little dangerous there. Yeah. It's always so disappointing. Like, you'll be going along with these things, you know, we like, oh, this is fun and harmless. And then they always, they have to bring up how you're going to heal your goddamn cancer. Yeah, it's you're all. Like, oh, God damn it. It's all fun and games, just as long as you're laughing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, why do you have to say stuff about crystal energy or healing properties? Why? Yeah, I don't really mind the crystal energy part. It's you not know, very harmful. It's harmless, yeah. Sure. But, you but why do you that. need any of that? You know, why can't you just say, hey, laughter is good. It releases right. endorphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I, yeah. I really enjoyed my time there and got a lot of genuine laughter out of it. So. Yeah, so I just won't use it to cure any cancer. They wrapped up. We said goodbye to people and... Yep. Uh, it out. Well, not before I talked to Jeffrey and he, Oh yeah. You got a picture of me talking to him where I said that this was our first time at a at a laughter yoga event and he was like, Oh my gosh, the first thing you came to was a gibberish party and I was like, Yeah, and it was great. And then he Pause. stared at me blankly. And then we got into laughter. <laughs> and I was taking photos around the room and I went to take a photo of them. And as I hit the shutter button, he bursts out into laughter <laughs> like that. Yeah, so I couldn't believe you caught that moment. I caught that exact moment. It yeah. was awesome. So yeah, then we, we headed out. And this was all just a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. And so this morning, we wanted to have the natural laughter yoga experience where like, how do you integrate this into your daily life? Because right. we're talking about doing it 15 to 20 minutes every day at least. Right. So one Whoa. of the... The best ways to do this is just to call one of these hotlines yeah. where other people from around the world can call in to laugh together. The call was at 9 a.m. our time. We're in California. I call in at 8.58 and I'm the first person on the line. So I'm listening to like, you know, a little wait music. And then this woman comes on and I think she's the leader. But mm-hmm. she comes on and she goes, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <laughs> Yeah. And so I... Not knowing we were like supposed to come out running, Aww. I was like, "Oh hi, hello!" And she's like, "Ha ha 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 ha! <laughs> there are two of us now!" Ha 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 ha! And I just sit there. Oh no! <laughs> you're by not, herself, you're she's not going, helping her out. I would have felt. I would have felt the immediate waiting. urge to help out. Oh, but, I did. Oh, okay. I did, but I was enjoying her awkwardness. <laughs> so she just keeps. Gonna, just gonna make her suffer for a few seconds. Yeah. But wait, shut up for a second, because she she like does it for like a minute until it becomes this. Ha 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 ha. Oh, she's so... just waiting for me. <laughs> And also, at this point, my boyfriend has come out and is sitting next to me, and he looks like he just hates life. Like, <laughs> like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to him. His grandma died this year, and that was nothing compared to this. I had a very similar experience. Though I'm thinking, it makes me uh, wish I'd had like a recording of Nelson from Simpsons doing the ha ha. You know, just to mm-hmm. insert that every yeah, now and then. Yeah, it's similar. I signed in. I think it was around nine, or maybe nine oh one at the latest. So I heard. That woman mm-hmm. laughing, and I heard you. Mm-hmm. I wasn't 100% sure. Your voices sounded similar enough that okay. I had a hard time kind of distinguishing. Well, uh, that's an honor because she was really going to town. Oh, okay. I think she was the leader. Like, each session had a regular person who would lead. So right. one was Gaga. But, like, leading is 
amorphous. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're participating. Laughing. I guess it's just guaranteed that she'll be there for the duration of it. Yeah, keep, she'll be there and going. she'll laugh and not judge herself or whatever. Right. So it'll keep happening. And man, what if you're having like a really bad day? Yeah, do you not call in? I was so tempted, Ross. I almost did this. At the very end of the call, when everyone was saying bye, I wanted to say, I have cancer. <laughs> 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 that would have made me laugh. Apparently, yeah, I know, but I figured oh. that was just for you. And what would happen? Just oh, didn't seem right. Okay, you're gonna be the bad apple. <laughs> yeah, I joined in and started laughing, and I I think I'm pretty good at that, or at least I thought so up until this morning's call. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you realized that your laughs this morning were pretty fake. Oh no, it was terrible. <laughs> you well, were like. <laughs> well, I was doing a bit of that because they do that too and they yeah, recommend they that do. as an exercise. So I thought, yeah, I might as well join. Yeah, and it says on the website, that. like a lot of times you have to start out with sort of forced laughter, but then it makes you laugh. And that's true. Well, I told Carrie this story the other night that we were having a family photography session. My mom and two sisters and I were taking a photo together. And my cousin who was taking the picture said, okay, now I want you guys to just laugh for no reason. And all four of us just immediately burst out and like, genuinely. <laughs> and laughter uh-huh. and then we're like well what's wrong with us why can we all do this <laughs> i thought i was well prepared for this laughter call yeah 20 minutes i can laugh like you a got buffoon. this yeah i thought i was pretty good at this so yeah i start out with some maybe genuine laughter and then it just quickly devolves to this really sad <laughs> sad state of affairs <laughs> now you'd heard other people coming on the line as yes. far as i knew it was just you me and this lady oh no and no, I thought, no no how sad is this no <laughs> i i think yeah because i heard all the dings as people came on I want to say between, I wasn't counting them, so I want to say between like 7 and 11. Okay. Well, I guess there were a lot of looky-loos, people mm-hmm. just kind of listening to other or people Or just laugh. voices we couldn't distinguish. Listeny-loos. Yeah, I just realized it's coming up short at this point. Like, oh, I'm not feeling it. Right. About 10 minutes in is when I was like, oh, shit. And so we I'm, have to We have to do this all over again. Yeah, and I'm aware that my laughter is becoming forced. forced uh-huh. And then that just makes me depressed. And I'm, I am only laughing genuinely, but as a result, I'm laughing way less than everybody else. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't hearing you too. Occasionally I'd hear something and be like, oh, that's definitely Carrie. Yeah. Well, um, I would mostly laugh at you laughing and if you were genuinely laughing. Okay. Like if we were laughing together at the absurdity, then right. I'd laugh. But There were moments of that. Yeah. Right. But then again, I felt like you can tell that I'm laughing at this thing. But you this know? is, this I is totally be- the moment in Mary Poppins where everyone comes down from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, definitely. oh, that is sad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's supposed to be this laughter thing. So, yeah, I'm trying the fake laughter. And so at some point, I went over to my computer and I looked up damnyouautocorrect.com. Because uh-huh. I thought, oh, those always make me laugh. I'll read some oh, of them. Oh, <laughs> God. Poor Ross. And so I'm, I've got the phone to one ear and I'm like trying to read the website. <laughs> Oh boy! You know you need to like <laughs> kind of be quiet to <laughs> what's happening. So every now and then I laughed because you know one was funny, but uh-huh. I was okay. It's taking too much concentration. Can't do this. And so then I play the CD from uh-huh. Roland and Christina because they've got this track where everyone's laughing. So I put that in the other ear. Oh my god! On my computer. <laughs> and so I'm listening to that and trying to laugh, and that's not working either. Whoa! I'm trying all these. You were different putting things. in so much more labor than I. And so then my wife walks out, and much uh-huh. like your boyfriend, uh-huh. she gets up and she microwaves herself some kind of drink or something. She microwaved herself. A drink. Okay. And yeah, there's oh, a, a drink. There was a direct object there. Mm-hmm. She turns around and she's just slowly shaking her head at me. <laughs> Slow shake. And so I'm, I'm like giving her the little indication of yeah, pointing to my watch and like two, like there's two minutes uh-huh. of this left. And I'm like dreading that two minutes. Like, what if I hang up now? What if I hang up now? <laughs> I don't know if I can do another two minutes. It was just excruciating. Oh my God. It wasn't that bad for me. I was laughing at my boyfriend reacting and just... <laughs> And also, my boyfriend's a comedy writer, so I think he was partly just insulted. He's like, <laughs> right. this is the worst kind of cheap laughter ever, <laughs> right. like, by definition. <laughs> and then, uh, so I was laughing at that. I was laughing at what was obviously his disgust at me laughing at it. Uh-huh. And then I would laugh at you when I would hear you. But so as a result, like, everyone else is going like, ha, 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 ho, 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 ho. And I'm going... <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which sounds too sincere, I think. And we can't leave out that their repertoire of silly sounds Mm -hmm. to to kind of get other people laughing. Yes, the quacks. Is not funny to me. It's sad to me. They'll quack. (laughs) And so that guy, I'm pretty sure Joffrey, would join in every now and then. Quack, 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 quack. And that is not funny. That doesn't make me want to laugh. That just makes me feel really sad. Oh, it made me laugh. Does but it? not like that's a funny noise. Like, this is so <laughs> this bizarre. It's a grown man quacking yeah. over the phone. And okay. then I tried to no avail. I tried to start a barking Oh, round. yes. I heard the bark. Yeah, I went, rah, rah, And there was just silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I tried a few weird nonsense words and stuff, but I was, yeah, after a while I wasn't feeling it and all my laughter was forced and it was really uncomfortable. And there were a few singing moments. There was some hi-ho, hi-ho, oh, soft yeah. work we go. I joined in on that a little bit. And there was this like implied round. I tried a little like, bit of- We'll y- say a line and someone else say a line. Right. And I was like, nope. 20 minutes is too long for that. That is a long time, but- I think they did model it after the health recommendation, which is to laugh 15 to 20 minutes a day, which, mm. Ross, looks like there's something to that. Well, first, tell me, what after you would do these things, how did you feel? I felt uncomfortable after the phone call. After okay. after the conference, though, I, I was happy and I, uh-huh. I felt good and my eyes were sore and my mouth was sore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, was you can only do so much of that. It hurts. I, you know, people always say like, oh, it takes more muscles to frown than to smile. Right. But that's only if you're doing like a really cartoonish, you know, like, <laughs> hmm, <laughs> frown. I'm dragging my uh, like, uh, corners of my mouth down as Who's the Muppet that does that? Sam the Eagle? No, it's or? like uh, Bunsen and Beaker, one of them. Oh, yeah. Beaker definitely has those long extruded mouth Probably takes more muscles to do that. Sure. But, you know, just holding your face kind of in a non-reactive state, that obviously takes less muscles. Sure. Fewer muscles, Ross. Thank you. Yeah. That is correct. And so I walked out of that feeling a little exhausted, I guess, Mm -hmm. but mirthful. But after the phone call, you just felt what? Uncomfortable. Oh, just real relief that it was over. Okay. But no, like, you didn't feel that runner's high or anything from endorphins. No. See, okay. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. After the conference, I was on cloud nine. Like, that was a joy to behold. Totally. But I feel that same way after a lot of our stuff because, you know, something will just be so odd that we'll, like, laugh together mm-hmm. afterward and I feel about the same. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's the actual physical action of laughing or the act of being amused. So then this morning, or both, yeah. So this morning, I did the phone call. I did, though. I felt afterward, I was like, that was weird, and I am amused. But yeah, like, I feel like as if I've exercised just a tiny bit. Like, I've swum a couple laps or Mm -hmm. something. Just a little bit of a, like, pep, happiness, you know, feeling? A little bit of that. Yeah, okay, good. I think that's the intent, right? Yeah. So there are studies mm-hmm. that studies sh- that show that this seems to have some efficacy. Seems to be a non-controversial claim that laughing can help release endorphins and yeah. just free up the airways, kind of help you breathe better. That's good for you. Yeah. So the studies said, so there were two that we found. There was one that was a pilot study. It only had six people in it. So mm-hmm. take that with a grain of salt. But that showed that people who had heart problems did find some improvements after they did laughter yoga. Right. And then the other one. Found a study with 60 people. Yeah. A study with 60 women, geriatric women who had depression mm-hmm. and that found that they got relief from laughter yoga as well and it was laughter yoga in particular not like watching a funny movie yeah so that appears to say yeah so that, that means even if it's kind of forced laughter yeah. that's not it's not at a punchline to some joke it's just i am gonna laugh now right i will so myself I too the big question is is it worth it to you there might be some worth here but you feel kind of insane yeah I, you know i would say that you should strive to have laughter in your life uh-huh. but just you know it can come from an, a normal source like a funny movie or something yeah. like that but a funny movie lasts tw- you know two hours if you make yourself laugh for 20 minutes maybe that's a nice little chunk for you yeah maybe whoa hang on there past ross past carrie yeah whoa hey whoa 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 this is like that part in bill and ted where bill and ted show up and bill and ted are like whoa bill and ted Confession time. Oh, oh no. What? I've never seen it. <gasps> <laughs> I know. What? It is incredibly high on my what do you mean you've never seen it list. Whoa. I've never seen Bill and Ted. It's an excellent adventure. Oh, my God. Like, so you haven't seen, uh, there's three of them. There's you three? You haven't seen any of them? No. 
Like I know about Whoa. I know about so crates and like I've seen clips like been to people's houses when they're watching it. So Oh wow, okay. So I've seen like little bits here and there, but nope, haven't seen the whole film. I'm a big Bill and Ted fan. Really? As you may know. Oh, I love Bill and Ted. Okay. I interviewed Alex Winter just six, eight months ago, who plays Bill. Oh right. On Bullseye, Jesse Thorne's show. That's right. Oh my gosh. You yeah. would love Bill and I think you genuinely would love <laughs> Bill and Ted. Definitely want to watch it and I plan to watch it with my son. Oh yeah. He loves time travel movies set in the 80s. So he needs to see that movie. He's got his name written all over it. Oh, actually, I guess it's the night. Well, anyway, you get it. Um, (laughs) So back to my bit. Past Ross, past Carrie. It's me, future Carrie, and I got to stop you so we can talk about bras. Okay, that's a good reason to be stopped. You know, we put our bodies through so much. We time Mm -hmm. travel in telephone booths. Relatable. Yeah. Wait, does that make Bill and Ted's phone booth a TARDIS? I, okay, confession time. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Doctor Who. You know what? Confession time. Neither have I. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that seems like something you would have seen. Right. Yeah. Uh, I tried once. I didn't get into it. I'm sorry. I'm sure it's great. Yeah, I've seen little bits and pieces. Our friend Derek is always trying to get me to watch Many it. Many people I know and love and respect love yes. that show. Uh-huh. I acknowledge it must be good. Okay, sure. If you get into it. Yeah. It did not grab me when I tried. Hey, that's okay. All right. Sorry. What are we talking about? Bras. <laughs> you know, we put our bodies through so much. <laughs> It's true. We push them to the limit for sport, family, fashion, or just plain fun. Yep. And when you think about it, it's pretty incredible that our bodies keep up at all, much less our breasts. And third love, that's right, we're getting back to third love, believes everybody is amazing and deserves to be treated that way. And that's why third love designs underwear, loungewear, active wear and silverware <laughs> no for feel good all day wear one of those things is not correct but i'm not going to say which one okay and these are quality bras i know because i have a wife and she has bras Brag. and uh, she has third love bras and they're very nice you can get them as functional everyday bras or you can get fancy designed bras mm-hmm, mm-hmm. designed to impress if you want your bra to be pretty in some sort of highfalutin way they've got it If you want your bra to be pretty in a more classic everyday way where you take your shirt off and your fiance is like, hey, nice bra. Exactly. I've got that too. That's how my fiance talks. Hey. Hey, Hey, Gary, nice bra. Nice job with the bra. Yeah, that sounds just like Drew. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really good at impressions. That's something else our new listeners should know. And they've got a Fit Finder quiz to help you determine exactly which bra size you should be wearing. Mm-hmm. You may have some surprises there. Like, oh, you're recommending something different. Let me try that. Mm-hmm. It's worth a try because you'll love your fit, guaranteed. And if not, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Pretty good. pretty good. Yeah, generous. And you know... Feeling is believing. So upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Yes, yes, you heard it here. This bra will love your body as much as you, a human being, love your body. Fact. So right now you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash oh no. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash oh no. And Carrie. Yes, Ross is it? Yes, it is. I am Ross. Uh, What would you say... If I wanted to make a website, I'd say go for it. I don't, I'm kind of busy. I can't really design it for you or anything, but I'm busy too. Do you know of any services that might help me design my website? Oh, okay. You know, I had a dream about this last night. Did you? Yeah, last night I had this dream where you walked up to me and you said, Carrie, I need to design a website and I need it to be fast, but I also want it to be beautiful. I want it to look like a world-class designer designed it. And I was like, what? Oh, this is so disorienting. But then when I woke up, I realized that a dream is just a great idea that doesn't have a website yet. This is amazing because essentially you read my mind through a dream and you've defined what a dream is for me. Yeah, you're welcome. So you can make your dream a reality with Squarespace. Okay, tell me what I can do there. Great question. I respect your curiosity. Mm -hmm. At Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to blog or publish content. You can promote your physical or online business. I don't know much about your life, but I assume you have one or the other. Oh, that's good. You can announce an upcoming event 
or a special project. Tell me more. Pretty much anything that involves text or imagery that can be transmitted through a binary digital system. You can do that. Okay. I mean, you've got me sold, but uh, are there templates? Yes. You know what? Very reasonable question because I remember you were concerned with beauty in the dream. Mm -hmm. There Mm -hmm. are beautiful templates created by world-class designers at Squarespace.com. Awesome. I also dream of powerful e-commerce. Oh, well, that's perfect because there is powerful e-commerce functionality at Squarespace.com. Last question. I swear. Mm -hmm. How many domains can I choose from? That's funny that you that because they have a new way to buy domains. Mm-hmm. It's brand new and choose from over 200 extensions that's, at squarespace.com. That's a lot. Okay, well, if I need to ask anybody else questions, and I guess technically this is another question. I said that was yeah, my last one. I this is my that. last one. Yeah. Who can I call? Do they have support? Yes, actually. When they, do I call? You can call anytime because they have 24-7 award-winning, Stevie award-winning customer support at squarespace.com. Well, can I check out Squarespace? dot com slash oh no for a free trial and when I'm ready to launch and use the offer code oh no will I save 10% off my first purchase of a website or domain yes I'm gonna do that okay thank you Carrie no problem bye so Ross Ross is it that's me I've been thinking yes about our experience and I would love to hear you break it down into quantifiable experiences i don't like all of this sort of mumbo jumbo talky talky i like to have numbers associated with my decisions and feelings Mm. so here go how would you rate laughter yoga as far as uh, a a a pocket drainer value goes so like one is something not at all pocket draining right it's like um going to target you need a pillow. Pillows are already cheap. Mm-hmm. But this one's on the end cap and it's got those Bratz dolls on it. Those are going out of vogue. So mm-hmm. the pillow's like a dollar fifty. But you know, you get it because you're like, I'm Ross, I save money. That's a one. Okay. And then a ten is you go to Baja Fresh to get a burrito. And they say that'll be forty eight thousand dollars because Because d- you get a new d- car with the burrito? No. No. Because the region where the beans are being grown is being destroyed by deforestation. And thanks to climate change, beans are now very, very expensive. And you buy it anyway because you're an idiot. Oh, man. That's Mm -hmm. a bad idea. Mm -hmm. And loan on those beans. Well, boy, you asked me to to put a number Mm -hmm. on laughter. Mm -hmm. Thankfully... Thankfully, I'll say it's a it's a one. This thing will yeah. not cost you anything. The phone number that we called completely free and easy. Not not toll free, but yeah, you it don't have to pay. Located them. in Ohio, yeah, they didn't charge like any nominal fee on top of that. And our conference, you know, twenty bucks. Yeah, it's nothing. In. Now the whole conference was like five hundred dollars or something. Right. But still, this practice itself, like meeting up with people on a beach to laugh, that's not going to cost you anything. So, or, I'll, you know, maybe a donation every once in a while. But. Sure. And poor Roland and Christina are, are living <laughs> off the land. <laughs> so I would say no one's clearly trying to make a big buck with this. Oh, for sure. There's no profit motive here whatsoever. I would think the only reason you would spend a lot is out of guilt because there's like Someone like a Roland or Christina who you feel like you need to buy their CD. Because they're nice people and you want to see them live. Yeah, it's a one for me too. Okay. Very cheap. Well, then what would you give laughter yoga on a a danger rating? One is something uh, not so dangerous. Like, you know, you pick up the phone, you call a friend. Okay. And ask them a question about when you first met. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't seem dangerous. Not dangerous at all. I mean, unless the friend, I met them during a massacre Mm -hmm. and then they want to recreate it. But that didn't happen. So go on. 10 is something incredibly dangerous. Like you pick up the phone, but you call in a bomb threat. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just stupid. Never do that. Is is there a bomb? Uh, yes. Okay. Because this is a 10. <laughs> so there, it's an actual There is threat. a bomb and okay. it's like 20 kilotons. Okay. Yeah, it's called burying the lead. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you made me realize that this was a terrible <laughs> scale I'd set up. So had to ramp up. Yeah, no, it's uh, a one also. I mean, the only way to make this... Uh, like so many things we do, the only thing you can do to make this dangerous is try to use it in place of something else for a serious right. sickness. Right. So yeah, if you use this instead of chemo, dangerous. But it doesn't seem like anyone's pushing that 
And, you know, we found it in one spot on a CD, but that's it. Yeah, danger. No, no danger. One. Yeah. All right. You might bust a gut laughing. Okay. Well, then what about on a pseudoscience rating where Mm. one is something not at all pseudoscientific. It's something very scientific, in fact. Like Darwin's theory that we're all ice cream robots who live in a tunnel. Well, Darwin was, was that, a pretty serious scientist. Wasn't so. that his theory? I don't know. I haven't heard that one. What was his most famous theory? Oh, oh, um, I think the the one of like, jeez, oh, inheritance. Yeah, uh, what's yeah. that called? It's like um, ice cream robot theory, right? No, it was like no. the natural selection, the evolution yes, by natural that's selection. That's it. That's, that's what it. I meant. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's a one. Okay, and then a ten is something very pseudoscientific, like that your whole house is made of. No, let's say your body. Okay, your whole body is made of, um, what do you call that stuff that like uh, if a boy gets really excited and it and it shoots? Yeah, uh, sperm. Sperm. Okay, yeah, your whole body's made of sperm. Goat sperm. Let's say it's made of goat sperm. Oh, well, all right. Well, that's a 10 though. Yeah. Down low. I don't think there's too much pseudoscience inherent in the claims themselves of laughter yoga being beneficial. So I'll say two. I think uh, just the people that this finds... Mm-hmm. happen to be part of a culture that brings in a lot of ideas that are not very well vetted. Energy enhances the quantum of the fluctuation of the waves and the mm-hmm. vibrations. And I don't know, it's just it felt like there was a lot going on there as a kind of subcurrent. And I wish they'd just take that all out. You don't need that. Mm-hmm. You don't need it. How about you? What would you give it on a pseudoscience scale? Yeah, I feel like saying three. Um, Let's go with three. Yeah, I'm only going to say three because I feel like Maybe it's just me inferring, but I feel like there's some implication that this is better than just everyday laughing. Mm. That like you won't get the same effect if you go to the Groundlings and watch a show. And I think you probably would. Okay. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, low on the scale. I agree. Which is interesting. I would have expected to be a little higher. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. I-, I was expecting more grandiose claims. Yeah. But most of it just seemed to be, hey, we're here. Let's laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. If there were a weirdness scale, I'd give it a 10. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. We left off that one. Uh, well, then what would you give it on a creepiness scale? Mm-hmm. Where uh, one is something not creepy at all, like uh, you water your plant and it doesn't die. Great. Whereas 10 is something incredibly creepy. Mm -hmm. Like you're walking down the street and you keep hearing weird sounds behind you, like a groaning of of metal or of like twisting of wood. And as you turn around, you see that everything kind of snaps back to what it was doing beforehand. But it's just like you just barely catch that motion. But you realize like the tree was turned towards you and now it's not. And the parking meter was also looking at you. But now it is not. I would never think to describe what you just described. I feel like it's because <laughs> you're an animator that you can do that. All right. Anyway, I guess also like a, well, I'm going to say a four. There's like some creepiness to when people are talking mm. about bad things that have happened to them. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. and Jeffrey, when he was talking <laughs> so to me weird. and he went from just stone faced <laughs> to laughing like the Joker. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. But those are the only moments for me that are creepy. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a five just to say that's the one scale where I think laughter yoga registers. Uh-huh. And, and maybe you're right. If we had a weirdness scale, then, mm-hmm. then sure, it would be high up on that one. But yeah, there's just something creepy about forced laughter, like any kind of emotion that's not genuinely produced and felt. Uh-huh. It's kind of like uh, in the Victorian era where they realized like, oh, you can apply electricity to someone's face and it will form something that looks like a smile. Oh, okay. That's kind of what I get in mind when I think of just like laughing for no reason. Uh-huh. There's something... Uh, of maniacal nature Uh uh, there. So I'll say it's just a little creepy. Okay. uh, Depending on where you are and when, but sometimes it's just deliciously funny. Absolutely. So then looking back over your time with Laughter Yoga, what would you say was your favorite moment? It was definitely when Roland and Christina were up there and just telling the story about their tickets Uh that they were trying to replace. And I'm just thinking... Nowhere else would you even tell the stories. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, you'd be embarrassed. It's of no interest whatsoever. And, and, then, it's, and it's embarrassing. It's like, I can't even book a flight <laughs> to the right city, you guys. Right. And then when we all have this moment of sympathy that she gives us this reproachful look and like, no, now we laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite moment. Definitely weird. <laughs> Maybe my favorite. I don't know, Ross. 
This was all like on the same level of absurdity the entire time. Which you enjoyed equally? I mean, it was all at like a 10 compared to a lot of other investigations. It was sure. all just favorite moment, favorite moment, favorite moment. Oh, yeah. Let's just say we had fun. Yeah, no, it was, it was a good time was had by all. Good time was had by both. Maybe as I was leaving and I looked down at that million dollar bill and realized it had no purpose. <laughs> right. It was, was never pretty, explained. In any, yeah. And the crystal, that, too. Yeah. That just seems sort of emblematic of them. Just give you a dollar you bill for no reason. Stuff for no reason. I don't know. I'll say that. But honestly, I don't feel that strongly because just everything was so great. All right. Well, that was oh, that was so much fun. And yeah. this is future us again. Yes, We're hello. cutting back in and we've messed with this old episode mm-hmm. because last time we announced an upcoming laughter yoga phone call and we decided, well, let's announce another upcoming phone call. These are always really fun. We've done a couple now where yeah. we call the laughter yoga hotline. We ask everybody to be respectful, to really do it if you're going to do it. Call yes. because you want to laugh along. Don't don't be weird. And we all laugh together. And I think probably our when our listeners have done this, it's probably been the biggest laughter yoga calls this place has ever had. One of the fun things is just hearing the person who's running it who usually expects two <laughs> or three people to show up try to figure out what's going on. Why when are there's there just... suddenly like 112 people here? Yeah, so let's do that. Let's just like show up and completely like break the system if we can. But again, <laughs> as Carrie Ke- says in a good, uh, constructive, positive way, as the Raelians would say, be happy for no reason. <laughs> exactly. And they seem to love it. They delight in it when this happens. Yeah. So, this... so on November 6th, 2021. Which I love because the last call we did was also on a November 6th. So this will just be seven years later. Exactly. We will be joining the 10 a.m. call. That's 10 a.m. Pacific. Yes. This so is do the math wherever you are. A Saturday. And yeah, 10 a.m. Pacific. And you are going to call the following number. 712-432-3900. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. access code six zero seven one two nine two pound. You might want to write all that down. Yes, so I you, highly recommend that. Yeah, so you don't have to go back and re-listen to the podcast at that moment as you're like dialing onto the phone. <laughs> so if you just now got your, I don't know, pencil and paper, if you still use those, I do. Again, that's seven one two. That's the area code. 432. That's the prefix. 3900. That's the suffix. And the access code is 607-1292 pound. We hope to hear you there. And by pound, of course, we mean hashtag. Or Octothorpe. Oh, that's a new one for me. Oh, that's a fun word for that symbol. And remember. From us trying to record this episode today. At Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to blah, to blah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the blog the blogger content <laughs> okay you can <laughs> the blogger content okay <laughs> why is that so funny okay <laughs> okay I respect your curiosity that is a good question you can create a beautiful website to blog or <laughs> you you can create <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, here we go. Here it is. You can create a beautiful website to blog or publish content. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Cut through it. Good, good it job. so hard. <laughs> hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast, we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't. 
rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us, which can now be found in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.